0: Hey guys, I have a question for you. Are you ready for something new and for your life to take a meaningful direction? Well, we are about to take a big step into the world of possibilities. A place where we don't like to talk about how bad things are, but rather of how great things could be. Here we look at the world with a new set of eyes, learn a thing or two. And by inspiring each other, we try to find happiness in new realities. I'm Anne Therese, and this is my podcast, Hey Change. Hi guys, um, I'm sitting here almost giggling and being super girly right now, but this is kind of a magical episode because little did I know when I recorded this episode on a Friday afternoon in San Francisco a few weeks ago, what was gonna happen only hours later. Here I was interviewing the amazing praise on her new business, Ethical Weddings, and her mission to change the world through love, commitment, and photography. And we had a wonderful conversation about love and special moments and how to embrace those moments in the most meaningful way. And then the next morning, my boyfriend proposed to me I know sometimes life is that crazy and what's even more crazy is that sitting here recording this right now I'm already married (laughs) it was honestly one of the craziest things I've ever done and how we were able to pull it off in such a short time I still don't know but you know what it was actually kind of nice not having a lot of time to plan and organize everything and to just make it a fun and memorable day between me and him. And yes, we got married on a Thursday, and yes, it was raining on and off the entire day, but somehow not having the perfect conditions just lowered our expectations a little and we were able to truly just be there and enjoy it and have fun together. So it was magical, but of course I wanted all of it to be as conscious and as ethical as possible. And more about that soon in my interview with Praise. So I was able to find the most amazing recycled dress from Reformation. I had a pair of vegan and sustainable shoes from Sousa's studio in LA. And they were so kind to have them express delivered to me. And the ring is vintage. And yes, we picked it together. The flowers came from a local family-owned shop in San Francisco. And they were literally delivered by foot hey green delivery um the amazing dana from green twig salon came in an hour early to squeeze me in and do my hair and i was also carrying all my necessary belongings in a super cute little bag from West. so if you're interested in seeing my outfit and learning more about the brands check out the pictures on my instagram and therese bankson or on my website heychange.net and who took the photos you guessed it Praised it. She is just amazing. So make sure to check them out. All right, not here to talk about my wedding, but I want to just say that sometimes life is really crazy, like really, really crazy. And the more you can learn to just embrace that and to take a leap of faith when your intuition screams yes, the happier you'll be. And this is something I have really learned growing up and just dealing with change and embracing crazy things like that. And of course, there was a lot of questions popping up between the two of us. The one thing he said to me that made us make the decision was, Hey, it's just us two out here. We can do whatever we feel is right. And I can't emphasize enough how important it is not to always play by the rules and to think too much about what everyone else is going to think or say or, you know, react. Because what really matters is what you feel. And sometimes it might look a little crazy to the outside world, but that's okay. And I mean, who doesn't want to be crazy anyway? It's like a little crazy. It's fun. So um, if you have any questions on this or if you want to reach out and just chat about it, I'm here to talk and to try to help and inspire. You can always reach me on Instagram or just send me an email on my website. All of that is linked in the show notes so you can easily find it there. And um, what's really important right now is praise Santos and her company, Ethical Weddings. And this amazing girl is not just an incredible photographer, but also one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met. So make sure to check her out. Her website is ethicalweddings.com and she also has a few different Instagrams and they will all be included in the show notes as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cows, take a moment to relax and enjoy this talk with Praise Santos. hi guys welcome back to another episode of hey change and today we're also saying hi to the lovely praise uh, who i'm having the honor of spending this friday afternoon with and to chat about life and other important stuff that we're about to go deeper into but um, some quick background to how i how i met praise and why i'm here in her living not in the living room in her bedroom <laughs> in the mission we're in this cute little tiny bedroom and I love it. And I met Praise only a few weeks ago when I had just interviewed Amanda for one of my previous episodes and Amanda and Praise bumped into each other and I find it so amazing the kind of people you meet through life and how you meet them mm-hmm. and I feel like I keep meeting these very inspiring women through other inspiring women. And so I guess I just keep attracting inspiring and amazing people into my life, which I'm literally so grateful for. So I guess this time I have to say thank you to Amanda for this lovely introduction. And I also want to take this moment then to promote my interview with her, which was just amazing. We talked about her life as a blogger and how we both feel like social media can sometimes be a bit overwhelming uh, and how to kind of map yourself through that world and to find balance in all that craziness. So it's episode 032, if you haven't listened to it, check it out, that was Amanda's shootout (laughs) right there. Back to today's episode and to Praise, Um, who is here to talk about something as exciting as ethical weddings, Mm -hmm. dum-dum-dum. But before that, let's start with the basics. Hi Praise.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, yes, shoutouts to Amanda for making this happen. Uh,
0: Thanks for having me, I'm in your home, so. You're always welcome. Thank you so much. I feel the energy in here. It's a very good energy. Good. So how are you doing right now? Uh, I'm excited about
1: this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just listening to your podcast on my run this morning, so it's fun Like going from just hearing it to now being in a visual setting for it, but then now being able to hear it later too. Does that make sense? It's like levels.
0: I like it. Climbing the levels very quickly here. (laughs) Amazing. So please give me some background to... Who you are and what you're passionate about in life.
1: Who that's hard to sum up in like a small amount of time, but you can do it. <laughs> uh, my name is Praise, which I know is a very different name. I've only met one other Praise before, and I like
0: hugged her immediately because I was like, "Oh my
1: gosh, there's another one. you
0: exist on this planet." <laughs> yeah. So it it is an actual name. Praise so is a name. yes
1: okay. my my first full name is Praise Lynn, but I just think that's too long. So Praise is just easier, shorter, one syllable easy to, to remember um whereas like what i'm passionate about uh i'm passionate about a lot of things i'm passionate about tuesdays are my favorite days wow why uh just good things happen on tuesdays like uh new albums usually get released on tuesdays mm. movies get out like i guess they're not i guess they're on dvd still but like out to the public on tuesdays too I had uh, no clue about this I'm just, like, you know, educating you on all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, Always
0: learning new things.
1: We are always learning. So I love Tuesdays, but I really also love, like, an ethical lifestyle. So, like, ethical fashion is something I really enjoy. I know we've talked a lot about it. Um, But just, like, ethical lifestyle choices that you can make, whether it's um, food, but even also just where you get your nails done, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure that they have fair trade practices and use nail polish that's good for the environment so it's been a fun uh hobby of mine that's turned into a passion that i'm integrating into my business more um
0: which we're about to talk more about in exactly a minute. exactly so i feel like already now i know that you're the perfect guest for my podcast <laughs> that was an easy one but also um which i think is your biggest passion right is your photography
1: yes yeah so we actually just finished a photo shoot mm-hmm. so more photos of Anne therese to come of that, uh, yeah, I, I really love beautiful things. And then I love people and I, uh, picked up a camera when I was 16, when I was with my sister who had a camera and while she wasn't using it, I was borrowing it and just figuring out how to work the thing. And, um, some people saw photos I took of like a snow globe or something. And then they asked me like, can you take my engagement photos? And I was like, that's a big leap. What are you doing? Um, but honestly, it's people's belief in me and kind of my creative eye is how I've cultivated this thing. I, I didn't think I was going to go um, to do this full-time, but how life just happened, I've been doing it full-time now for about four years, and it's been a ride. I've, wow. loved, I've loved the ups and downs of it. But uh,
0: So four years, what, what did you do before you went full-time?
1: Um, So when I finished school, I first worked in the nonprofit sector, so like in the marketing department, and helped them with their communications, um, which is what I studied, and then I just used kind of my visual eye to design some marketing materials for them, and I I liked that, but it almost wasn't as creative as I wanted to be, or I didn't feel like it was making as much impact either. I worked at another nonprofit where I was directing A children's program but it just was not the best use of my skill set and so I'd always done photography on the side as a hobby and for friends but then honestly I I went on a photojournalistic trip and I saw um, some small business owners making jewelry and I thought to myself if these people can do this who they were living in the slums of Kenya and running a small business and working for themselves so I came back to the United States, and I thought, okay, I have a little income coming in from photography. What if I put my all in it and just see if it'll work? Wow, it's uh, no. a bold move to make, though.
0: Wasn't it scary?
1: <laughs> it still is scary mm-hmm. from time to time, but I look back and I've learned so much, and it's always worked out. Even on the lean months, like I have to tell myself, it's just part of it. Mm. And then I get to connect with really cool people because, especially in our culture, people need photos. So I always have something to offer to Mm. people. Um, And that's been a great gift that I've been able to give.
0: And I feel like with most things, when you really, like you said, commit to the life that you actually want for yourself, and when you identify that one passion, that you just know that this is what I want to do. Why am I wasting my time mm-hmm. elsewhere when I really want to do this? And what if I just kind of believe in myself enough because everyone else seems to believe in me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just really make it like, do like do all I can to make this happen. Yeah. You got to take
1: that leap. It's a scary leap, oh. but then you just do it and then you have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: I get inspired right now. <laughs> oh, good. I really do. So, um, share some of the most amazing moments that you've experienced through your photography.
1: Mm, yeah I have been thinking about this one because there have been really great beautiful things I photographed. beautiful weddings that were in like some of my favorite like underneath cherry blossom trees which are really beautiful and I've seen just people impacted and people like fathers crying while they're walking their daughters down the aisle that's always special but for me I think one of the most Is this real life moments was I was doing a photojournalistic project and I was um, I was in Kenya and I was befriending some of these jewelry makers and this one man who was married had a ten-year-old son he's like praise you're gonna come with me to my village and you're gonna photograph my dowry ceremony which is kind of like for us a, a archaic idea but in that culture, men still pay families when they get married, when they get a wife, but they can pay it over time. And mm-hmm. so it's because he was doing well in his jewelry business, he finally made enough money to like finally pay it off for his father in law. So they threw a big party. So I drove with them to like some out- outside of Nairobi, outside of the city. Um, and with these, they were strangers to me a week ago. And just to photograph this big African party.
0: Oh, my God. I'm and I was already. like, where
1: am I? Who am I? Also, will I ever make it home? <laughs> what am I doing? And they stayed up all night, which is crazy. And I was like, where is your car? Can I go sleep in it? I'm not about this all night party. But, yeah, that was just one of the weirdest pinch yourself moments. Where I'm like, is this really happening right now? Is this Is my life? Right yeah. Now? Wow. Yeah, it was. it was fun.
0: Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that the people part of photography is, you know, you meet so many different kinds of people. And, yeah. And I guess also you are really capturing their stories and the most highlighted moments of their lives, like mm-hmm. engagements and marriage and yeah. babies and stuff like that. Um, and something we just actually talked about before that we started this interview is, um, which is not what we're supposed to talk about, but I want to capture it. So the whole, like, it doesn't matter how beautiful someone is and I want to really have this come through is we all have things that we don't like about our, our looks and appearance and it could be the most gorgeous person on the planet and as a photographer I think you get to really know that insecurity within people mm-hmm. and you also told me that still you're trying to have people understand that they're so beautiful in their own way and they have their own gifts and stuff but then you have your own things you struggle with do you want to share just a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we talked about this before because this is something that's been on the top of my mind and I've been trying to process too because I believe that everyone is intrinsically beautiful. <laughs> Even as we talked about in San Francisco, that homeless person who threw a muffin at you, yeah. that person <laughs> who um, yelled at my roommate, like, I still have to pause and think, wow, you are a valued human being. You are beautiful because you are beautiful here and you're alive and you are breathing there is something to your story Mm. you've seen more of life than i have you know you've had a different life and i want to appreciate you and value you and appreciate that you are beautiful Mm -hmm. right and so even more so when it's my clients and i get to know them and they've become my friends and i know that they have a story to tell and they're contributing to this world and that's kind of like this uh beauty that is in everybody but we live in this culture where we are so image driven um i know like i even have an image of myself that i want people to believe about me you know i want people to believe that i have it all together Mm -hmm. that my eyebrows are perfectly plugged all the time (laughs) that my nails are done all the time but it's just not true right and we were talking about how we can be so harsh on ourselves and we are even in this like um image and beauty industry and we can still critique ourselves so harshly and i sometimes just can't get away from myself it's not other people it's my own thoughts like uh, oh, my muffin top is really apparent in this photo i'm not posting that you know or like I don't like the way my finger looks in this, too. And I I hear myself, it does not make sense. Mm -hmm. It does not. And so when I have a client who says they don't like the pictures I took of them, I have a few choices. One, I can be offended because I'm like, I think it's a beautiful photo. What are you talking about? But I'd rather choose empathy because I'm right there with them and I'm right alongside them. And it's kind of great that you're in my room with me right now because I'm doing an active thing to try to, replace those thoughts so my friend challenged me with every negative thought i thought to myself like my leg is too fat or something i'm writing like a positive thought and so i'm writing mm. out some things that i know to be true and i just am pasting them on my mirror so that i can intentionally displace those negative thoughts about how i look and how my image is with you know what this is this is true is that the one who created me thinks i'm precious and mm-hmm. i should embrace that and really walk out and live that out and then bring that out in other people too this is all saying it is a lot easier I'm still in the process of of living this out
0: I love that you say that it, it, it can all sound easy but it's not and I mm-hmm. shared my story about my imperfect teeth which I've uh, lived with my entire life they were supposed to be fixed when I was a kid and never got fixed and I remember when I first realized myself that my teeth are not straight like not perfectly straight I had recorded myself making a video for my friend on Christmas because I wanted to send it to her and I looked at the video and I'm like Jesus I look like that <laughs> and I in an instant became so insecure about myself and my looks and a time followed when I would actually cover my mouth as I was like speaking or laughing because I just had this image on myself of like what I looked like when I was speaking until I realized trees. You're, people have seen you talk your entire life. They still love you. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just because now you realize what you look like that people are like, oh, you look like that? Mm-hmm. So it took me a, just um, a time of processing that, you know, you're not perfect, but it's still okay because you are perfect in your own way. And then so I kind of dealt with that for some time and put it behind me until I got signed as a model in New York and literally within a 15-minute conversation with the agency manager she told me that I had to fix my teeth. And so of course that just like brought everything up to surface and all I could see for like a year from then was like models on billboards with perfect teeth or like models in commercials with perfect teeth. And like all I wanted was my teeth to be perfect. And at the same time I was trying to promote to people to love themselves and be like, hey, you're beautiful in your own way. And I'm like, who am I to say that when I'm like the only, the only thing I want to do is fix my teeth, you know? And so it's till this day something I struggle with. There will be days I'm like, don't smile you look silly Mm. (laughs) but then i'm a smiley person i don't want to not smile because you know life is you know fun and joyful and i don't want to not enjoy life because of an image that i have of myself that i need to look in a certain way so um i mean i think to get anything out from this it's everyone has something with them that they're not happy about and it's about replacing those negative thoughts about ourselves with positive ones which I'm so happy that you're doing that right now you're actually yeah. practicing that thing and to remember that there will always be things that we're not gonna like
1: totally. and so the
0: more we try to perfect ourselves I think we just end up being less happy about it mm-hmm. so.
1: and I feel like we know people who are truly beautiful because they're just people like, yeah. They're just themselves. I mm. think that's something that's always stunning to me, and it, things I want to do in photography to capture that. Mm. You are just yourself today, and that's why those photos will be beautiful. Plus, your modeling experience definitely helps. But <laughs> <So that, laughs> um, yeah, because you are just you, and that's something that the world needs.
0: Yeah. And I think the most beautiful people really are those. You can see like the spark in their eyes because they're so passionate about what they're doing, and they're just like living life, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah amazing well so let's talk a little bit about your company that you just launched so not just talk about beauty and all that which is an incredible topic but let's move on because I'm really excited to hear about uh, the ethical weddings part and you told me that this idea of providing an ethical wedding service kind of sprung from the feeling of disconnect that you experience from going back and forth between this deep storytelling photography that you travel the world and then coming back to the US and shooting at like $50,000 weddings. And you were like, wait a second, what's this? I just came from this part of the world and I'm into this world. So what exactly did you feel and how did that not sit right with you?
1: Yeah, it was tough because you would be with people who were just trying to make it. And the littlest things made brought joy to them, right? And then I'd come back to the States and I'd be at weddings where people were very happy, but I know in the planning process to get there, they would be freaking out because, like, the icing color is not right on their cake or something, you mm-hmm. know? Or um, the bridesmaids, like, they wanted this spectrum of colors and the spectrum of stuff, you know, things that don't matter, really. And um, the thing is, that I love beautiful things and I love cake that's really beautiful and I love it when a bridesmaid's dress they look good all together. So I think those things are important, but I think they could just be a little deeper. Mm. And they could be you could use that drive um toward things that will not only affect you but will affect the world in a positive way. Um and so I wanted to start something where couples were inspired that their wedding day was a good day to do good that their wedding day was a day that could be socially impactful and environmentally friendly because i wanted it to be more holistic for us to think all the way
0: through all right so there was a slight interruption in our interview but everything worked out fine and we're back to praise okay so tell me about the whole like service part of ethical weddings like what does the service look like and um how did that all come to life like what is what is this company what is it yeah so
1: there's a few different phases of it so right now we're just in like the get people inspired to catch the vision phase so right now we're living as a blog and we have real bride stories who've had ethical weddings so um brides who have gone paperless for their weddings or brides who Registered for a donation to charity as part of their um, wedding registry too, um, and just so that other brides and grooms know that it's possible to do good with your wedding day.
0: Yeah, because I'm just thinking right now. I've have never planned a wedding or like even thought too much about planning a wedding. So I think for someone who's never been in that world, it, it could be hard to imagine like how unsustainable it can be do you have any like just examples of like what a wedding sometimes look like and how that's actually not it's it's how that's so wasteful
1: yeah events in general can be very wasteful because you're putting in so much money honestly for an event that's maybe eight hours Mm. and it signifies so much but yet we can do more with those eight hours we can do more with those fifty thousand dollars so what i want couples to understand is that instead of um, saying like, "Oh, it's all about me. I'm gonna do whatever I want because it's my day." I want them instead to think of themselves as a philanthropist. Suddenly, they have this budget that it's either their hard-earned money or even their parents. But if they think, "Wow, I have like thirty to seventy thousand dollars," how can I impact the world with this while also celebrating someone I love? Mm-hmm. So it's simple things like um, there's companies where wedding dresses. When you buy one of their wedding dresses. You also buy school uniforms for girls in Guatemala. Or there are some companies who, as favors to some of their guests, you can give um, potable invitations or like potable um, thank you cards so that they can plant those pieces of paper and it can be seeds that can grow into a garden for their guests, too. There are so many incredible eco and socially impactful companies out there who help making who help make an ethical wedding like very doable and very possible but uh, what i want to caution is that it's hard to make something totally ethical so you don't have to do everything like you don't have to get all your guests to volunteer at the homeless shelter on your wedding like like don't think like too impossibly but just know that a few small changes can go a long way just getting fair trade chocolate for your wedding favors is going to have more long-term impact mm. than if you were just to get a simple, cheap chocolate, you know? And so thinking in small baby steps.
0: And also I think weddings is a great opportunity to for like conversation starters, right? Like if you choose to serve certain foods at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've had some discussions about because I'm vegan or mm-hmm. I eat plant-based. Like, well, how, if you ever have a wedding, like you can't really serve people vegan food. And I'm like, well, it's my wedding. And it turns out, like I've had parties where I've had a lot of attendees not being vegan. I still serve plant-based foods. And the usual reaction is, oh, my God, this is so good. And they had never even thought of trying it out before. So it's a conversation starter, too. And, you know, if you can just open people's mindsets to something new, like what a beautiful day to do that, right? Oh, totally. Because I, what I give homework to my
1: couples who are thinking about doing an ethical wedding is just sit down with the love of your life and talk to them about your values. What mm-hmm. are things we really like and enjoy and how can we share that with those people that we love and for some of them it's really good food and for some of them it's really good vegan food you know and so if that's a value of yours feel free to share because the wedding day should still be a reflection of the couple Mm. but if they're a couple who gives back and who also really loves like organic products let that shine through um and let your guests be excited to celebrate that with you
0: yeah because i feel like I can only imagine that there's this stress level attitude planning a wedding because you want everyone who comes to the wedding to, like, get their best out of it, right? And you some- somehow forget that this is actually about celebrating the rest of your life with someone else. And it should be a celebration of that couple um, more so than anything else. So mm-hmm. I think it's very important. And I'm so happy that you're providing the service to couples and I try and just put them in that mindset of, like, you can make this yours. And it can be so much fun doing it ethically. It doesn't have to be all boring and, like, mm-hmm. paper, like, just recycled paper or whatever. Um, and something we I think we touched upon at some point, some brides or grooms even, like, offering off their first dance for donations or whatever, which is a fun way to do it, too. Yeah, it can be fun. I, I have a...
1: A thing that annoys me is actually some, like socially impactful eco-friendly brands looking like they're charity brands does that make sense like it Mm -hmm. looks cheap and i am not about that i'm all for upping style and things that are beautiful but they can be beautiful and still share with the world you Mm -hmm. know and so it's doing things that are fun but still give back um so it's not sacrificing style or taste it's just providing you with more options for more impact i love that i love that so much
0: so if you know if there's someone listening who is maybe a bride-to-be or like thinking about that um, what are some steps they can do to like start using your service because right now you said it's only like inspirational or
1: yeah it's inspirational right now but what we're working on is because as a wedding vendor myself we're um, looking to train vendors to be certified ethical wedding vendors so there's a few planners out there who really Get this vision and who really love planning like socially impactful, eco friendly weddings. But there's not enough of them. So we're needing to train them first so that they can come alongside of you and plan their wedding. So we have a few listed on the website that brides can get connected to. Um, but otherwise, there's some steps that they can do themselves. Simple things like when you meet your florist, asking them please only use flowers that are in season for mm, your wedding. And yeah. so that they're not importing things from Europe. Just because you really love that flower, like, is that really worth like the carbon footprint mm-hmm. that you're gonna have, like all the carbon emissions you're gonna have just because you want that certain those flower? Those things people
0: don't even think about. Being, yeah, you know,
1: unsustainable. Yeah, and it's it's little changes like that, and encouraging your guests to take um sh- to carpool together. Right. Right. Or um, a fun idea is like for your bachelorette party, like you can implement some volunteering or you can implement a, a way to give back into the party aspects of it. So there's so many little ways mm-hmm. that will have a big impact
0: just with a few small changes. And like, I think you might just, uh, you know, think that this is just one day. Who cares if people are not carpooling? Who cares if this is not the most sustainable thing? Like, what really matters is how I live the rest of my life. Like, let's just flourish in this one day. But then on the other end of it like this is a huge opportunity a beautiful uh, yeah beautiful time for you to capture where you can really like inspire people totally hey this is actually a big milestone in my life i'm about to get married how do i want to like live the rest of my life and how can i really just bring that right now and make this event really reflect on who i am and the values i share in my life you
1: get it you (laughs) totally get it yeah because it's um a great day to start habits for a lifetime Mm -hmm. so it's not only you and your your future spouse incorporating those things that hopefully will start a lifestyle of giving back but it's also inspiring our guests that they could do this too that this is possible oh wow that wasn't so bad but look at the impact i made Mm -hmm. having them catch the vision of what a give back lifestyle could look like is is
0: kind of a wonderful way to have a wedding and a marriage totally oh my god i'm so inspired and I think it's so fascinating to see people like you, who are passionate about the planet and giving back and you know, caring for others on a personal level and then see the disconnect to her professional life and to what you do as a living. But instead of just being okay with that, uh, to actually see an opportunity to fill that gap of something that's missing. And um, you told me that millennials today are very passionate about giving back and I mean, who wouldn't want to start a marriage, like we said. Uh, We just, in a love and respectful way and and through thoughtfulness, not just to his or her significant other, but actually to the planet to set that as like a stepping stone or like this is what I, the habits I want to have in my life moving forward. What I'm trying to say here is it's so inspiring to see you, see that gap in the market and to actually bring the courage within you to make something out of like that disconnect that you were feeling and like, how can I implement this in my profession? How can I do something that could tie those, you know, loose ends together and create something new? It's super inspiring. And so to follow up on that, what are some advice you would give to people that might be feeling this disconnect in their own life and their own profession and who feels like, well, you know, I'm really passionate about whatever it could be, but I'm not, that part of me is not being fulfilled in my work. And let's face it, where you, what you work with is basically where you spend the majority of your of your life. Mm-hmm. So it ends up really reflecting on who you are as a being. What are some advice to just kind of like shift that or to make changes within your career?
1: Yeah, um well one thing is I totally get the the disconnect. Like operating as a half person when you feel like parts of you aren't talking with other parts of you it's draining mm-hmm. and it's um there's your your soul is saying like I am not how i should be so mm-hmm. i definitely get that disconnect and part of the human experience to guide you toward what you should be doing so for some people like me i made a career switch and i also started this project in this business to kind of bring those things together but it's going to look different for everybody yeah. there's accountants who are very passionate about painting For some of them they need to give up their career and become a full-time painter but for some of them they just need to do painting once a week and they become more whole for themselves Mm -hmm. so it's figuring out through baby steps of what to do Uh, I will confess that even with this project even though it makes my passions more connected together I've had to have people tell me that my dreams for it i was so hard on myself because you and i were both dreamers right and i wanted to be this i want everyone in the united states to catch the vision that all Mm -hmm. weddings can be ethical and i'm not there tomorrow what then i'm a failure you know like Mm -hmm. having these crazy expectations for myself of what it'll look like to see these passions fulfilled i am so hard on myself so someone told me like praise you know it's even with these little steps that you're making a big difference it's even with these more little steps that you're pursuing that passion so it's even me um simply like buying more organic food right and consuming that I can practice what I preach and encourage brides then to Mm -hmm. buy organic foods or go toward organic catering it's me choosing to wear a shirt that's made with um, organic dyes you know and then my little step I can then encourage brides and my friends to buy dresses made out of sustainable materials so uh it's little changes it's gonna look different for everybody and
0: it's not gonna happen tomorrow yeah thank you for saying that it's such an important part of it I feel so connected to everything you just said because like you on like a uh, get go. i want everything to happen right now and like why is not everyone seeing what i'm seeing nice. and you know i can just reflect back on my part-time job in manhattan and i worked with this incredible group of people who were so good at what they were doing but they were all about technology and software and i was just not there and no one of those people really had an interest for like you know sustainability or environmental issues whatever and i was just so frustrated that i had no one to talk about this with um and so all it took was just me understanding that i wasn't in my most thriving place uh it was definitely a really good workplace but not the one for me and so just making tiny shifts some tiny you know uh, changes in your life you start Attracting the people you are supposed to be surrounded with that do have similar interests that actually care about the things you care about, and then it's more the more you just I think dare to trust that journey, um, and to just maybe every day try to implement a little bit more of your passion into your life. And like, it doesn't have to happen all at once, Mm -hmm. but if you're interested in something, like maybe take a course or and reach out to someone who seems to be in the same um, mission mm-hmm. as you and then have a coffee and then maybe you come up with an idea and you know from there it goes on. Yeah and
1: look at you like 30 plus episodes later finding these people to converse with about your passion
0: you are a living testament to this. Thank you and it's so funny too because she was like you're already over 30 episodes i'm like i'm only at 30 episodes (laughs) because i'm comparing with everybody's podcast is up to like 250 episodes and i'm i'm like i'm never gonna be there but you know i just started so one step at a time one step at a time thank you amen okay phrase um we could keep talking all night because i feel like i have so much to talk about but i think we're getting ready for popcorn right yeah
1: popcorn time girl
0: yeah we which you're gonna eat with chopsticks with chopsticks it's the cleanest way to go (laughs) (laughs) wait so it's funny because she had like five things you know about me post on her instagram and oh girls i eat chopstick with pop or popcorn with chopsticks and i love that because i've i feel like i've always been this weirdo who eat popcorn with like all these different kinds of flavor to it so i'm a big popcorn girl but i don't even know why do you eat popcorn with chopsticks
1: Um, because I do a lot of flavorings that are like salty sweet so I'll put like honey and salt and then it's just sticky and I just like it's messy
0: it's just like a clean you know yeah it's like
1: a cleanliness thing Mm -hmm. and then too it makes the popcorn last longer everybody wins I
0: was gonna say I like to use chopsticks for food in general because I eat slower yeah and so I get to enjoy my food more yes (laughs) but yeah I love that so we're about to try some popcorn with chopsticks Uh, but before then I want to finish off with my final three perfect and I also want anyone who's listening to be able to find you and your website and all your social media. So do you want to share that real quick? With yeah, I'm excited for popcorn. So let's get these uh, social media handles
1: out of the way. Uh-huh. Um, so the the home right now for the platform for Ethical Weddings is ethical-weddings.com. And you can find that one on Instagram at, at Ethical Weddings. Um, my personal Instagram, I think, is more fun. You'll find more facts about me about chopsticks, but also a lot of kind of this body image just talk that i'm going through and what i'm processing and a lot of good puns so my personal instagram i think is really fun so it's my name but with three a's so it's praise
0: <laughs> everyone called praise yes, that's it. and she's also an amazing photographer oh, so just go true. on there and be inspired um all right time for my final three are you ready all right number one if you were to pick one dream person and i mean anyone that would come to you and say hey i want to plan my wedding through ethical weddings who would that be okay i was thinking about this for a while
1: because it would be um i have like real life friends who i'd love to you know just a few sitting on this bed with me maybe my friend liz (laughs) but then i was thinking like really big dreams and I mean, who is not in love with Emma Watson right now? Mm. Did you see her like Vogue Australia oh issue where it's all like ethical fashion? And then she's going to these award ceremonies and she's working with a stylist to make sure that the brands that she's repping is all ethical, all environmentally friendly. I would melt if she planned like an ethical wedding through Ethical Weddings because I know that it would be fiercely styled, which is what I want to show people. Ethical weddings does not mean ugly weddings. I think I want these things to be glamorous and fierce. Still spend that thirty thousand. Yeah, still, girl. Still, still sure. spend that fifty thousand. Make it look good, but make it impact the world in the positive way. I think
0: she would be a dream. I don't know who she's dating or who she's gonna marry. At some point in time, Emma Watson will get married through ethical weddings. Yes. We're going to claim it. Oh, yeah. We're claiming it right now. Yeah. Emma, if you're listening, I love you. Of course you're listening. It's hate change. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't listen to my podcast, right? I love it. All right. Putting some magic out in the universe. Emma Watson, we want you. Who doesn't want you? <laughs> like, she's just amazing. I actually rewatched all the Harry Potters all the holidays. like, go crushing. Okay. Big time. <laughs> Anyways, on to number two. Uh, here in Hey Change, we're all about spreading good vibes and positivity and good news. So what are some good news that you've come by lately that you want to share with us and the listeners? Uh, I can think of two things, and I don't know if someone else
1: talked about it on the show, but the Good On You app is great, and that is the one that verifies different brands to see whether they're environmentally friendly mm. or socially impactful and ways that they can improve. And you can even message the brand directly from the app. Really? It's
0: incredible. So what's it called? Good on you. Good on you. So you can it's filtering brands. It's filtering
1: ready. brands and it's uh, kind of critiquing them and huh. showing them how they can be better and ones that you can be, uh, you can feel good about supporting once you've kind of done your research. That's an amazing app. I need yeah. to download it right away. I think you'll love it. So that's one. The second one is something called Arcadia Power. So. I pay for my gas and electricity, but there's a way that you pay it through Arcadia, so same price, but then I can elect that half of my power source is coming from
0: sustainable energy, so it's coming from like windmills now, so
1: this very room that you sit in.
0: (laughs) Amazing, I feel even better now. Yes. (laughs) Awesome, so that was called Arcadia Power? Arcadia, A-R-C-A-D-I-A. Cool, thank you for those two amazing... Services, I guess it is. Um, all right. So this is my final question for this episode of Change. It's 12 p.m. on December 31st, 2018. And you're about to give a toast to yourself in this year that's just been. So in this toast to yourself, you say, praise. I'm so proud of you this year because...
1: Praise. I'm so proud of you this year because you figured out how to hustle but also how to rest and you figured out how to balance those two and out of your rest you learn to achieve your dreams and you're able to inspire all these people along the way without burning yourself out uh yeah that would be a lovely toast to myself cheers cheers happy new year (laughs) happy new year
0: (laughs) and onto popcorn
1: yes onto popcorn
0: Thank you again for tuning in today. I'm super excited to have you with me on this journey of change. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And if you have a minute over, please leave a quick review and some stars. Thank you. I'm also to be found on Instagram via the hashtag HeyChange or on my website HeyChange.net. So please follow me and we can be friends. All right. Until next time. Have an awesome day and don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.